Welcome to the Manifestation Bay podcast. My name is Katherine Zinkina, and I'm a manifestation expert, master mindset coach, and multiple seven-figure entrepreneur. I'm obsessed with helping you achieve everything that you once thought was impossible. If you're looking to massively up-level your life, your finances, your relationships, your productivity and success, then you have come to the right place. My goal in this podcast is to help you see the infinite potential within yourself to be, do, and have anything that your heart desires. Think of this podcast as your weekly dose of mindset development to help you maximize who you are and where you're going. Leave it to me to provide you with the tools, the resources, the strategies, and teachings that you need to manifest a reality wilder than your wildest dreams. I know we're about to have so much fun together, so thank you so much for pushing play today, and now let's begin. If you've been wanting to master the art of manifesting money and cultivate a lighter, more enjoyable, more feminine, and dare I say, pleasurable approach to creating more money in your life, look no further because Sovereign Money is about to relaunch in just a couple of days. In fact, it opens up on Monday, May 20th, which is literally just around the corner. And this launch, I am doing something that I've never done before for everyone who gets on the wait list. I am giving you $100 off of your enrollment into Sovereign Money, and I'm opening the doors one day early with that $100 off special. This is only available to those who get on the waitlist before Sunday the 19th, and it will expire once we launch to the public on May 20th. Don't wait. You can get on the waitlist right now by going to manifestationbabe.com slash SM. That's S as in sovereign, M as in money. Again, that's manifestationbabe.com slash SM for that $100 off of your enrollment into sovereign money. Hello, gorgeous souls, and welcome back to a very special episode of the Manifestation Babe podcast. Today, I am actually interviewing two of my very own team members from hashtag Team MB. So Londa and Vicky are two of my team members who are very passionate about the topic that we are going to be talking about today, which is how to manifest your dream job. So I took my two team members, Lon and Vicky, to Morocco last week. It was part of a reward trip for a launch that we did last year. So those team members that were working on that launch got to go to Marrakesh, Morocco for six nights and then spend three nights in Paris, which was, you guys, so freaking incredible. I don't know if you've seen the video that I currently have in my highlights. So if you go on my Instagram and you go to my highlights and you click on Marrakesh, you will see the video where I tell Lana and Vicky that they are going to Paris for the very first time. So they thought all along that we're just going to Morocco. And then uh, we decided to extend the trip by three more days. And we said, hey guys, it's not just Morocco that we're going to. There's going to be another location. We're going to spend three nights in Paris. And their reaction is the most incredible thing I've ever witnessed in my life. So please go enjoy that after this episode. In the meantime, I decided to do an interview with them because while we were going to Morocco, they created a free PDF guide as well as an intention setting ceremony for anyone who is interested in manifesting their dream job. Now, my team and I recognize, obviously, that not everybody is an entrepreneur and not everybody wants to be an entrepreneur. Now, I know we have a lot of great content for entrepreneurs and we do participate in a program called Business by Design. We do a launch for James Wedmore every single year for entrepreneurs who want to scale their business to the next level and go from struggling entrepreneur to digital CEO, where your business pretty much works without you, which is such a great feeling. Like, let's be honest. However, I get questions all the time about my own programs. Like Catherine, is this only for entrepreneurs or can I be in a corporate job that I love so much and still manifest my best life through my job? And of course, 
I've seen it happen with my own team members and it's not my words, it's theirs. They always tell me how they are working their dream job, which of course makes me so happy to hear as an employer because my mission is not only to make the world a better place through our programs and through our content and through whatever we put out through Manifestation Babe, but I also want to create that same environment for my team. And it makes me so happy to hear them and how much they love their job here at Team MB. And so with that inspiration, they created a uh, PDF guide with 16 thought-provoking journaling prompts for you to help you get crystal clear on what your dream job even is, because maybe you might not know, maybe you're stuck in a soul-sucking job right now and you just feel stuck and you feel like there's no way out. And so these journaling prompts are going to help you figure out the clarity that you need on what you actually want to be doing. Or maybe you are in between jobs right now, or you just know that there's something better out there for you. Whatever your situation is, this is the PDF guide for you. Now, the PDF guide is free, available completely free at manifestationbabe.com slash links. It's available for a super limited time. I believe it expires March 9th. So definitely, you know, we're going to put the link in the show notes as well. Definitely go ahead and download that ASAP if you are interested in manifesting your dream job, which I assume if you click on this episode, you are. And also there is a upgraded version of the journaling prompts, which is to opt to get our super potent and super special intention setting ritual and ceremony that my team and I do together every time we are embarking on a launch or a new project or Uh, opening up the doors to a new adventure. And so they created, they used this ritual and apply and and made it applicable to those who are manifesting their dream job. So you'll definitely want to upgrade it. And both the free PDF plus the upgraded ceremony PDF is available only until March 9th. Now I interviewed Lon and Vicky today, and that's what I'm about to start uh, the audio for that. And I just want to remind you guys that this is their very first time ever being on a podcast. Um, They felt a little nervous beforehand. I think that they did freaking amazing. And they have such golden nuggets for you guys that even I looked at them with such pride of like, holy shit, you guys, I have the dream team. Like I have such incredible souls working for this mission alongside me to spread manifestation out into the world. And it's just so, so cool to see it, you know, come full circle where they are now teaching you how to manifest their dream job. Now they have very, very interesting stories that I know you guys are going to love. They're um, very, very different stories. We're going to actually answer some um some of the most common questions that we got when we were in Morocco, we did a Q&A on Instagram. They're going to dive a little deeper into that. We're going to dive into some of the um, the answers to their questions and they're going to um, elaborate on them. And it's really, really juicy. So you guys are in for a treat today. Um, don't forget manifestationbabe.com slash links. And with that being said, let's start the interview. So Lana and Vicky, I don't know who wants to start first. I know there's a microphone between you guys. You guys can sw- swivel it around. Um, looks like who's first? Londa, Vicky? What's the first question? <laughs> Londa. Okay. So these questions are mainly generated from a Q&A that we did while we were in Morocco on the Instagram stories. But what we didn't share is more of the background behind where Vicky and Londa were before Team MB and where they currently are and all of the awesome manifestation stuff in between. So Londa, where were you before Team MB? Dive into that and, sh- and kind of like paint a picture for us. Okay. Um. So I spent like 10 years working in international education, which is like my passion, my lifeblood, and everything wonderful. Um, And I already had my dream job. Um, I was living in East Texas, which was not my dream location, but I had my dream job, and I was, like, teaching kids about intercultural relations. Um, And they decided to close my program, which meant that my dream job was going away. Um, And then I was presented with the opportunity to come back to Los Angeles and work in the cannabis industry for a lot of money. And I was like, okay. So I came back to Los Angeles, which I was – really excited about. And, um, I took this job in the cannabis industry, which paid the bills, but was also like the most soul crushing experience of my life. Um, and so I found myself making lots of money, but, um, 
I was arrested and charged with three felonies. And so I was facing like, I don't know, the end of my life. I had like hit the lowest point of my entire life. And I didn't, I didn't really see like a way back up or a way out of it. Um, And I was like in this point in my life where I was just like unsure about why, like I felt like I was like a good person and I didn't really understand like why all of those things had happened to me. And then I picked up a book. I picked up You Are a Badass. Um, and I was like, all right, like, this doesn't really, I don't like know that I believe any of this, but I also like don't have anything to lose. So um, I'm going to just try this. So I made like a vision board um, and I put some stuff on it. I had like, I had like a sign that said, you are not a criminal. Because <laughs> uh, I was like facing three felonies. Um, and I had uh you know, like stuff I wanted in my apartment. And like, I had a picture of Khal Drogo. I had a bunch of random things on the, on the vision board. Um, and then a friend of mine recommended that I, I get um, what she called a God phone, which at the time I was like, I don't even know how I feel about that language, but okay. So she like got me this like little rotary phone, this little cute black rotary phone. And she was like, listen, you don't have to call God. You could call your mom or you could call like whoever you want. And I was like, all right. So I started using the phone to call my mom um, and then I was like, oh, like I could call the universe. I don't, I don't have to call it God. I call the universe on my phone. Um, and so I started manifesting things like just talking to the universe on my God phone, um, about like things that I wanted to change in my life. And then, you know, I had to keep working in my cannabis job while I was facing those charges. Cause I didn't think anybody else would hire me while I was in that, in that space. And so, um, I kept working there. You know, I saw a lot of people comment about like, what happens if you have a job that you don't like? Like, how are you supposed to manifest your dream job while you're in a place that you don't like? Uh, that's a good question. I think that for me in that spot, it was like, it gave me so much clarity about what I don't want, what I wasn't willing to accept. Um, and so in that, like, I had to continue to do it. But I got really clear about the things that I was looking for. And the things that I, were looking, that I was looking for were being appreciated and valued. Um, and that didn't mean necessarily financially because obviously I was being like very well paid, but um, I did not feel like respected or appreciated. Uh, so that was like the biggest one, being valued and appreciated. Um, and then being able to like be who I am. I'm sure you guys have seen me on social media. I'm not like your typical like professional, um, <laughs> like covered in tattoos. I have a foul mouth. Um, and so and a resting bitch face. And, yeah. yeah, really good resting bitch face. <laughs> Thanks, guys. Um, and so, you know. I, but I wanted people to, to like show up and be that person, you know, that version of myself. Cause like I'm a really hard worker. And I think once people get to know me, they can see that. But like I wanted to be able to work in a space where I could just be who I am and they would appreciate that, all of those parts of me. Um, and I wanted obviously like to be like financially stable. I mean, my goal though at the time was like to make a third of what I was making in cannabis, like just enough to get by. Cause at that point, it was really more about like, what were the feelings that I felt? Like, did I feel valued? Did I feel appreciated? Could I work from home? Did I have the freedom to set my schedule? Could I travel? Um, could I spend time with my dogs? You know, just like those kinds of things that are important to me. Like, could I do those things? Um, and so I just started looking. I couldn't leave my job. So I was just like doing this on the side. And then I started looking for jobs and that was like pretty degrading. You know, I had to, I was like probably applied to over 200 jobs. Um, and so I, you know, just kept working in the the cannabis space. And then uh, actually something awful happened and I actually had to quit. And so at that point I didn't have a job lined up, which was like very outside of character for me. And I had to leave the job and um, I was just about to get married and I was going to be the financially responsible party for my husband. So there was like all this pressure. <laughs> so I was just like really like, applying, applying, applying. But I just kept calling the universe and I felt very confident that I would find something that would give me those feelings. And so I wasn't even applying to things that were like in my field of interest or things that were things I would normally apply for. I was just like, you can apply for anything, be super open-minded. These are the only requirements that you have. Like you make the minimum of this much and you have these feelings. So I just kept applying, applying. And then I saw this post for Manifestation Babe and I was like, well, that's weird. But yeah, I mean, like, I like the, you know, I like the description. Were you really thinking that's weird? Well, I thought it was weird because I had just been reading, you know, I just learned about manifestation. So I was like, that's very specific. Um, and so I had started just, uh, I did some research on the, you know, you guys on Instagram and stuff. And 
I've, I, for whatever reason, after I read the description, I was like, this is me. This is my job. And like, I just kept calling my God phone and being like, thanks for this job. Like, it's so dope. Like, I'm so excited about it. Like, I have this, this is how much they're paying me, like whatever. And, um, but I was still kind of unsure about like inspired action. Like, you know, I had applied for the job, obviously. So I had taken some inspired action in that way, but I was like, unsure how like creepy or follow up I should be. Cause like having done applications before, it's really annoying when people follow up too much, but I was like, okay, I'm just going to try once. I'm just going to send a DM and just like, see, you know, like make sure the universe is really clear that I'm interested in this position. So I sent a DM, which I don't think anybody actually ever read. I am so glad that we did it because Brennan and I agreed on if someone DMs, they're out. I remember oh. us making that agreement. So I'm so glad we I'm didn't so glad see that. that. Yeah, I probably made it to the filtered section or something. <laughs> so um, anyway, I was like unsure. I was just like, okay. So I, I sent that and I was like, all right, just fine. Just be patient. And then, you know, Brennan called and I was like super excited. Um, and then when he we had our first call... He had on Zoom and you guys were my, the, the entire back wall of my kitchen was a giant map of the world. Mm. And Brennan was like, Catherine. Um, and so uh, the first call I thought went really well. Actually, I had no doubts after the first call. I was like, this is my job. And then, you know, Brennan gave me like an assignment. And I was like, oh, yeah, I'm going to crush that. It's fine. This is totally my job. <laughs> um, and then the weirdest part, like the part that totally made me the believer, though, was like I had a salary in my mind. That I was like, I have to make this much to like survive. And I kept telling it to the God phone. And then you guys offered me a salary that was not that. And I was like, fuck. Oops. Can I say that? Okay. Yes. Anyway, Are you so- kidding me? Do you know who I am? <laughs> um, and so I was like, um, I was like, shit. Okay. I, well, yeah, sure. Fine. I'll take it. And then no joke, three days later, you guys called me back. I didn't negotiate or anything. And you guys were like, here, we'd like to just randomly pay you more. And I was like which was the exact amount that I had been speaking into the God phone. And I was like, whoa, I'm like totally a believer now. So that's how I got the manifestation babe job. That's how I left my very, very shitty job in the cannabis industry where I could have gone on to become a felon, which by the way, I did not. They dropped all the charges. So Woo-hoo. I also manifested that. <laughs> uh, and I also manifested a husband who looks like Cal Drogo. So I think overall the manifestation thing worked out pretty good for me. <laughs> So I know Londa very well by now. She's been with us for two years. And I know that she did her preparation work for this podcast because I thought I would have to be asking questions to probe this whole story out of her. And she just like answered every single one. I'm like, boom, boom, boom. Okay, fine. I just love you, Londa. So I know that it's like such a serious thing. I know we joke about like the fact that you... I remember at the airport, we kept joking because you you would bring up a story and be like, well, when I when they put me in jail and then we'd be like, oh, my God, what a classic Londa thing to say right now. Like when they put me in jail and then she would like tell some story. And of course, it's such a horrific experience. I cannot imagine going through it. I'm sure so many of our listeners cannot imagine going through it either and just totally feel for you. How what was the thing that helped you keep the faith going from such a low point to then getting hired by Manifestation Babe, like, was it the God phone for you? Was that the thing that helped you keep the faith? Is it because you envisioned yourself speaking? I I know that you mentioned, like, speaking to your mother um, who passed when you were 25 years old. Like, what was the thing that helped you keep the faith? Because I cannot imagine being in that position. And then, you know, it feels like the end of the world for so many people. Like, how did you not let that be the end of the world for you? I think because it was the end of the world, you know, like it was like literally the worst possible thing I could ever freaking mm. imagine. And I was like, cool. So, um, <laughs> so you I had nothing to lose. I had nothing to lose. That's yeah. why I picked up the, you know, you're a badass. And I was like, I don't, I think this shit might be bullshit, but, <laughs> but I don't know. And I'm in a place right now where, what do I have to lose by trying yeah. it out? You know? And so I think sometimes when you're at the lowest, it's like when you have the greatest opportunity to Mm. like really give yourself completely to something that you've never done or never tried before. Yeah. And I think that the universe works in an interesting way that, you know, when you are at that bottom and you do take an opportunity or you do try something different, like it tends to like move with you. And so, um, I don't know that I ever would have gotten here, like to this stage in my life if I hadn't had like the worst experience mm-hmm. of my life. Mm-hmm. Amen to that. How, what do you currently do for Manifestation Babe? And how similar is it to what you were visualizing or at least talking to the God phone about? 
I thought you were going to be like, well, how similar was it to the drug business? Or just no, kidding. no, no. Um, <laughs> anyway, just kidding. The cannabis drugs. Don't don't get all sideways on me, guys. I, I see the emails. Um, okay, so uh, at Manifestation Babe, I do. Uh, I don't I don't know that I could like really fit into like a nice, tidy little bundle, but a lot of things. Um, you know, in the beginning, I answered all of your emails. I processed all of your payments. Um, I built all of the lead pages, uh, you know, all the random things, but she's literally done just about everything. It's like you started at the bottom. Now we're here, you know, but I think, um, I am now I kind of helped build the structure of manifestation, babe. So I like helped hire a team, you know, done all the hiring process, the interviewing, making sure they're onboarded, that they understand the mission and value of manifestation, babe, that they're like on board with that, um, that they have the resources and tools that they need to become, you know, the best versions of themselves, like how to give them the tools for growth. Um, and then just working with Catherine and Brennan on like, what's our strategy? Like, where are we going next? What should we do? Because like Catherine and Brennan are both very big picture people. This is why this is such a perfect fit. And I am not. I'm like so detailed. They'll be like, we have this great idea. And I'll be like, let me pick it apart and see how we can actually make it work. <laughs> yeah. And that's like why things get done, though. It's like if I was just here picking things apart, obviously nothing would ever get done. And if they were just coming up with great ideas without thinking about how they could execute them, nothing would get accomplished. And so we have a great relationship in that way. We provide, we kind of fill the gaps with each other. Um, as far as like my job at Manifestation Babe and whether or not it fits like my dream job or like what I was imagining before. Heck yeah. I mean, like, sorry guys, I'm like a little sweaty um, and <laughs> kind of nervous, I think. You're um, doing amazing. <laughs> I just want to let you know. So I, uh, this job is awesome. First of all, I work from home. I have two little dogs. They're very cute. So I get to like hang out with them all day while I work. Um, I get to travel, which is like something that has always been really important to me and was a big part of my life before, before the cannabis phase. Um, and so I still get to do that. I get to do that with them, but I also get to do it with like my partner and my friends. Um, it's cool because I get to set my schedule however I want it. So like I actually get to prioritize myself so I can go to the gym or, I can like meditate or do priming or have like my morning routine before I start working or I can like decide that I'm going to meal prep this week and like take two hours off in the middle of the day and do that. And I think like being able to prioritize my self-care has been a huge thing. Um, I also have so many opportunities to like nerd out and grow. So like Brennan and Catherine always let me buy new books, which is like very exciting. (laughs) Hashtag dream job. Um, so I get to read a lot of books, which is fun. Um, I get to do like a lot of events and things like that to kind of help me become the best version of myself. I get to help you guys. I get to answer all your questions. I get to provide you guys with the services and the tools and the tips and the tricks and all the things that you guys need to show up as the best version of yourselves to help you get the most out of the programs that Catherine offers. And I think that's one of the greatest things about working at Manifestation Babe is knowing that I get to be a part of also helping other people live their best lives in the way that I get to do every day. Amazing, girl. Amazing. Well, speaking of hiring, you did hire an incredible soul over here that's sitting next to you. So I want to go before we crushed it, (laughs) crushed it for sure. Before we dive into the nitty gritty Q&A's, just to give you guys some more of the practical uh, manifestation tips, as well as like, what do I do in this situation? Or what what would you recommend in this situation? I want to dive into Vicky's story. So I'm going to move the mic. Very carefully. Hi, Vicky. Hello there. Hello, gorgeous soul. <laughs> so I want to hear a little bit more about your background. So where were you before Team Manifestation, babe? Can you paint that picture for us? Yes. So I think it's important for me to like go all the way back to do. me being literally a freshman in high school, making the decision that way, way, way before Team MV was even like a even, thing, <laughs> even a thing literally created. Um, I made a decision when I was a freshman in high school that I was going to pursue being a physical therapist. That was the thing for me. That's what I identified with. And I never once looked outside that field ever. So I spent almost eight years. So my entire educational career, career through high school and college pursuing physical therapy. Never once did I look at anything else. Um, failure in that position was not an option whatsoever. So there was no plan B. It was, you're going to succeed. Like you're going to make it. I had a five to 10 year plan since I was like 14. I knew exactly where I was going to be. I knew where I was going to be living, like who I was going to be with. I was going to be married and maybe have kids. Like I had that plan set out. (laughs) 
Uh, lo and behold, my senior year of college, um, I didn't get into grad school for PT school. Um, and my whole world shattered because I did not come up with a plan B. I had no idea what the next step was if I didn't get into school. Um, so that obviously sent me into like a massive panic, but then it also kind of like lit a fire under my butt. And I was like, no, the next year I'm going to work super hard. I'm going to go to school again. I'm going to like try again for a second year. I'm going to work the hardest I've ever worked. and I'm going to get into school. So that next year was the hardest I've ever worked in my entire life where I was working a full-time job. I was going to school twice a week for 12 hour days, like working super, super hard, going downtown, like driving at six o'clock in the morning to go, you know, observe at the most prestigious hospital, try to get the, the best hours possible. And I didn't get into grad school for a second year. And that was like my entire world completely fell apart because it was to the point where the first time I failed, quote unquote, like there was some sort of an excuse. I made up this excuse that like, oh, you know, maybe I didn't try hard enough. I, I wasn't experienced enough. The second time around, there was no excuse. Like I was the reason that I didn't get into school. At least that's what it felt like. And uh, it was a really, like, really, really difficult time in my life where I felt uh, like I lost all confidence in myself. I didn't believe in myself whatsoever. And on top of all of that, like I had no idea where to start. My entire resume reflected eight years of physical therapy with zero experience in any other field besides like working at a grocery store as a cashier. Like that's all, that's what I worked as like as a 16 year old. And I didn't have a job after that besides like observing for free. Um, so yeah, I was like super lost and had no idea what to do. I didn't even know where to start. Um, and so where I started moving from that direction was there was a point in time where I had to just kind of start figuring it out. Like where, where am I going to be? And within that, so after that, when I was working full time and like working for a second year to get into grad school, I was working as a, basically like an assistant for a PT. Um, and I started to pull apart the small things that I did in that job to try to create a resume that maybe reflected like an administrative assistant or like personal assistant, executive assistant, something like that. Um, but then also when I made the decision to leave PT, I lost a massive purpose in my life. Like that was the thing that I identified with. And now I was so lost. So to kind of fill that passion, that purpose, that void that was missing, um, I decided to start a blog. And that was like purely for fun. It was just like a passion thing that I thought about doing for like years prior. Writing was something I enjoyed doing like my entire life. I was really recognized for it in school. So I was like, oh, like I'll start this blog. I'll like build my own little website, do like my little Instagram thing. Didn't think anything of it. Um, and as I started creating that blog, I started to realize that I was acquiring all these skills that I never planned on acquiring. So I was like, oh, like I kind of know about like social media analytics. Like, huh, I, I kind of know about email marketing. And look, I can like write this, you know, big blog creative thing. I can build a website literally from scratch. Like these are literal life skills that I can put onto a resume. And like light bulbs kind of started going off like, okay, you can maybe like start to transform something out of this. Um, even if it's not like being a blogger, but you can start working maybe in that sort of creative field, which actually really resonated with me at the time too. Um, and then also in that time frame, I was like really starting to dive into personal development and like trying to figure things out because I was in the most negative mindset like I've ever been in, in my entire life because I felt like such a failure. Um, so I was just trying to figure it out. And then, um, so yeah, so then I put all these things on my resume and then my boyfriend and I were uh, literally out of the blue one day, I had brought up to him that I think we should move to LA. And <laughs> it was so random. It made no sense. There was no real reason that I wanted to come here besides the fact that there was a small part of me that was like, oh, I, like, I really want to work in like a creative field. Like LA seems like the place to do that. And he was like all for it. He was like, yeah, totally. Let's do it. He's always wanted to move to LA. So we were like, okay, great. Um, I was applying to jobs in Chicago for six to seven months and got maybe one or two interviews out of that entire experience and obviously never got a different job. The week that I started applying to jobs in L.A., I got five phone interviews within that first week. And that was the first kind of sign for me that, like, you're moving in the right direction. Like, this is where you're supposed to be going. Um, so 
but I had to set a date to move to LA. I, I couldn't keep pushing it off. So when we moved to LA, I moved here with no job, but I had like an interview lined up for like an executive assistant position. And we drove for three days from Chicago, had no job. We had no house. We just were going to kind of figure it out when we got here. Um, the day that I stepped foot in LA, uh, I got offered a position to work for an entrepreneur, to work from home uh, as a writer, working creatively for them based on the resume that I had created from that blog. Um, and that was kind of like my first like exploding moment where I was like, whoa, everything that I had just kind of set out to want to do just happened. Did you get offered the job right away or, or an opportunity to apply for the job? Uh, an opportunity to apply for the job. Got it. Okay. Yeah. So I had like a phone inter- interview and everything, but it was it was a small team and I kind of knew that this was going to be mine. Like I didn't really, it was it was very spur of the moment. It's not like I saw like a application online. Um, my boyfriend was connected with this entrepreneur who had reached out, who was looking for a position and uh, had offered me the, the job within two days. And so I was like screaming off the rooftops because I couldn't insane. believe that I just got a job. I was literally prepared to like walk into like coffee shops with a handwritten resume and be like, please hire me. Like do any- <laughs> I was going to do anything yeah. to get a job. So I was like super set on it. Um, and then Catherine, you and I were friends, obviously at this time for a while. And then uh, six months later, actually at your wedding in Costa Rica, um, I was expressing to you that the job that I had been working at the time didn't really fully feel aligned with me. Um, and you offered me a job. Well, you basically just were like, uh, yeah, like if you want, like you can totally work here. And like, I, here's like the things that you could do. And then we kind of started talking about it from there and it was like a full body. Yes. I didn't even hesitate once to think that if this was going to be it, it just felt right. And it's the best decision that I could have ever made. And what do you currently do for Team MB? I work, well, when I first started, I was mainly doing um, all copywriting, um, like some content creation and uh, email marketing. And now my role is transitioning a bit um, more to like a customer journey experience role and kind of like overtaking that. Yeah, baby. Yeah. What would what would you say? Did you have like a specific manifestation process? Like, what was your introduction to manifestation? Like, was it with manifestation, babe? Was it before? Did you implement any of those, you know, techniques, tricks, tips, whatever it is that you learned towards this process? And how similar is what you're doing currently to what you envision yourself to be doing? So it's actually funny because I have all my old journals from like since I literally started a journal years back and I was actually looking through them the other day because I was kind of seeing like, you know, how did that process unfold? So at the time when I was applying for jobs and kind of like figuring that even like the whole blog part, I started getting into personal development, but I had zero idea what manifestation was, zero knowledge of universal intelligence. Like that just part, that wasn't part of my world. Um, But Zach, my boyfriend worked with you and he brought back this word manifestation into my world and wouldn't stop saying it. And I was like, what does that mean? Like, he just kept saying manifest. And I was like, what? And he had told me all about you. And he was like, you should totally like check out Catherine's work and just, out, like, just, to, just to give you guys some background information, Zach is Vicky's boyfriend who we hired for a Bali retreat, like video, like a promo video. So he came to Bali. We, I met him briefly at a mastermind because he was filming the mastermind. And then he came via recommendation to film a retreat. And so when he arrived to Bali, I literally did not know him. He didn't know me and Brennan and Londo was there. And it was like this like weird friendship that uh, started to develop over the week. And by the end of it, we we felt like we were friends forever. And I remember he kept sharing about his girlfriend, Vicky. And so I'd be asking all these questions. And then I would be asking Zach what he's manifesting into his life. And he's like, what is manifestation? And so it was like this process of like introducing him to this new world. And he would be watching us like meditate and do hypnosis. And he's like filming us and being like, what are you guys doing? Like, this is so weird. And <laughs> so funny. <laughs> it's so true. But th- that's like, that's exactly like literally what happened. And he had like sort of introduced me to your content. I wasn't fully following along at the time, but what, what you did do was you sent both Zach and I, your UIYMB book. And I remember that I was like, I didn't even realize that it had an issue with money mindset, like whatsoever, nor did money mindset, like the word in itself mean anything to me. 
But that book specifically, like just going through the workbook introduced me more. I feel like I wasn't, I didn't even connect with the money aspect at the time more. It was just the concepts of manifestation and like the things that you talked about, like, you know, showing up with gratitude every day, like your, your vibration, how you're acting every single day. And like I said, my mindset was so, so low. I was a very, very negative person at that time. And so my main goal was to just be more positive, like show up more positively and just focus on reframing everything that I was thinking. Like if I felt negatively, I would reframe it and um, like positive intentions. So when I look back on those journals during that time frame where I'm like looking for jobs, my there's it's just intention after intention. Every single day I would write a gratitude list and intention and just like I am worthy. I am, you know, like I'm. I'm going to get this job. You're going to be able to make it. You're going to move to LA. Like everything is going to work out for your higher good. Like everything is going to be fine. And that was my only really like manifestation process was just reaffirming these like positive affirmations to myself every single day. And the journals would start out like negative. Like it would, it would start off with, I'm feeling really low right now. But then at the end, it would always be this like rant about how you're going to be just fine and everything's going to work out. Um, and then I had also listened to one of your podcasts that where you were talking about repeating numbers. And this was like, this is like voodoo to me. When I first listened to it, I was like, excuse me, like, what do you mean by that? Like, that makes no sense. <laughs> and but I was like, let's try it out. Like, let's see what happens. And um, I remember one day I had like a huge breakdown. I was driving. I'd made the decision to move to LA. I had told my friends and family and they were all like really upset that I was leaving. And I was so scared to move. I didn't know what I was doing. And I was driving the car crying. And I was like, if I'm meant to move to LA, if I'm meant to do this, like universe, whoever you are, like whatever is going on, like some, show me something, like show me some numbers, show me some, like something I've never seen before. And it was like two minutes after that, like four or five billboards just after the other was like seven, 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 eight, 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 nine, 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 nine. And I was like, okay, okay, I get it. It's real. (laughs) It's real. Like I'm moving to, I'm moving. Okay. Everything's going to be great. Um, So that was like my main like manifestation process through, I guess, through that like period of time. And then how similar it is to what I wanted to do or kind of like what I was aligning with. Um, It's really interesting because since I was really little, like the number one thing that I knew that I wanted to do in the future was be a part of something that was bigger than myself. So when I even went into doing something like PT, it was for that very reason. I was going to do something to help people that was bigger than myself. And so that was something that I think really stuck with me, uh, regardless like what job I was looking at. Even if like before MB, when I was applying to different jobs, I was applying to certain companies that may even made that part of it more real. And so I think that's the biggest thing that like really fits with what I wanted with Team MB is that I get to do something that is so much bigger than me. And I get to see other people's lives change literally in front of our eyes, which is like the greatest gift ever. Mm-hmm. Um, and things that I also never knew were possible because this position in general, I never knew ex- even existed and so I, it's like I had these small things that I wanted, but I didn't know that it was possible to have like wrapped into this like perfect little bow because I used to like, like wake up next to Zach and he would be sleeping and I'd be like exhausted getting up for work at 6 a.m. And I'd just be staring at him like, man, like what I would do to work from home. And I remember like thinking that thought, but not thinking that that was possible for mm-hmm. me unless I like owned my own business. Like mm-hmm. that was the only way that that was going to really happen. So that was like, again, I, w- I was like unconsciously manifesting without really realizing that I was doing it. Like, obviously, like you say, like everything's a manifestation in your life, but I was, I was thinking these thoughts. It just wasn't as intentional at the time. Um, and yeah, working from home, working with a small team, working for an entrepreneur, those are all things that I've actually voiced to you. Do you remember that when you were, it was the very first time I met Catherine, she came to visit Chicago for UPW, uh-huh, right? Uh-huh. And Catherine had asked me, we had just met. She's like, what do you want to do? Like, cause I was telling her that I wasn't going to do physical therapy anymore. And I word for word said, I want to work for an entrepreneur. I remember for a that. small team. Oh my God. Yes. For small team. <laughs> <laughs> Our microphone just literally like went sideways. Sorry that guys. Weird. That was weird. <laughs> um, I, that I wanted to work for an entrepreneur and a small team and work for something bigger than me. And here we are. Here we are. Yeah. That's freaking incredible. I just want to remind you guys that as you're hearing these stories, you know, 
a lot of our content is aimed towards entrepreneurs, but not exactly. It's aimed at anybody who wants to create their dream life. And your dream life is possible in so many different ways, so many different facets. You are not limited in any way, shape, or form. You do not have to subscribe to what society says is your ticket to freedom. You can find freedom in your dream job. You can find freedom in your business. You can find the feelings that you're after in so many different scenarios. And we do not live in an either or reality. We live in an and reality. And you can be, do, have whatever it is that you want and anything is possible for you. And that's really why I brought Vicky and Londa here is to show you guys that Yes, your dream job is out there. It's waiting for you and it's possible. And if you are someone who owns a business, I hope that you set an intention to gift people out there their dream jobs too. And you make that their mission because your business will not thrive if the people who are helping you with your mission are not happy, are not fulfilled, and are not loving what they do. So I hope this serves as motivation on so many different levels. Now that you guys shared your stories, I want to dive into a little bit of more of a specific Q&A of just like some scenarios that our manifestation babes have brought up um, in the Q&A section, which you guys freaking rocked in Morocco. So you literally have nothing to worry about. Don't be nervous. Um, Some of the questions were, okay, for instance, and whoever wants to grab the mic can grab the mic. You guys can fight over it. You guys can take turns, whatever you want to do. So the first question is, how do you deal with, and I know, Londa, you already touched on this just a little bit, but if you have anything more to add, how do you deal with being in the clearly not ideal job while manifesting your dream one? Yeah. So, I mean, Catherine talks about this all the time, but polarity will create that clarity. So, it, you know, if you're in there and you're like, I hate my job, I hate my job. Okay, cool. But like, maybe you could use that to get more clear about what you're actually looking for. Um, as opposed to just the things that you hate. Like if you could turn all those things you hate into positives, like I hate when my boss sighs really loudly every time he answers the phone. <laughs> that uh, was a real thing. That huh? was a real thing. Um, and it would ruin my day. But I was like, okay, that makes me feel like he doesn't value me, you know? And so that was like, okay, so I want to feel valued. I want to feel like when I call my boss is like excited to talk to me about their business, you know? (laughs) Um, So I feel like if you could take all of those negatives and just reframe them so that you could get really clear about what it is that you're looking for in your new position. And I also think that when you're in a job that you hate, like it's a fire under your ass to like really put the effort in to like apply for other jobs or connect with other people or have informational interviews with people who have jobs that you love um, to get, just take that inspired action, you know? Um, and so I think in some ways it will motivate you to get out of that job that you hate. So, so use it as your fuel. I love it. Vicky, do you have anything to add? Do you agree? Yeah, no, I totally agree. But I I would also say that obviously when you're looking for another job, it may not come out of thin air within a day or two. And so you still have to go to that job every single day and it's not serving you to show up every day with a negative attitude, you're not going to be able to manifest this new high vibe, amazing position you want with that sort of energy. That's it's, it's, it's not proven to even be able to, to align those two things in the same way. So if you're, I think like one of the biggest things for me was I realized that if I showed up negatively to work, it didn't just affect me. It affected every single person around me. And I was responsible for having a shitty day. Like that's no one else's fault but my own. So do yourself a favor and and do kind of what I was saying that I did before. Like tell yourself those positive affirmations. Show up as the person that you want to be. Like step into that higher version of yourself. Embody that version of, the, of yourself working that new dream job position you want. Because that's eventually what you're going to attract. And on top of that, you're also like, it's inevitable. The people that are working around you are also going to feed off of that energy and hopefully maybe like start to maybe change like the qualities that you dislike about your boss and they start feeding off of your positive energy. Like all of that makes a difference. You are always impacting people, even if you don't think you are, you 100% are. 
You know, what you just shared remind me of something that happened when I was working in the movie theater, because obviously that's not my dream job, right? And I remember at some point, like right before I got into Beachbody, which I thought initially was like my calling and the thing and, and like everything that I meant to do, which clearly there was so much more out there for me. But I remember right before Beachbody, um, I was working at the movie theater and at some point I started hating it pretty quickly because, you know, customers at Friday at 7 p.m., there's like thousands of them and I'm an introvert and I can't have that many conversations with people. So at some point I realized like my energy is not built for this role. Like this is just not for me. And I was a college student at the time. And of course I knew it wasn't forever. But I remember being like, hmm, what else is out there for me? But I... I decided to show up to my job every single day like I loved it. And I would I would do my best to be the best version of myself and be super grateful for my job. I would actually implement all kinds of interesting manifesting hacks into my job, which um, if you guys want this tip, I literally, when I was at the cash register, whenever a customer would pay me, I would literally pretend like they are putting that money into my bank account. Like I have my own cash register and this is my cash register, my personal register. And so as these uh, customers are basically um, paying for their movie tickets, it's like in my mind, because I was just learning about the law of attraction, I was like, oh, this is money for me. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. And it's so it really started to raise my vibration. And I remember at one point, For like many, many weeks in a row, I would have people coming into the movie theater as customers. And by the end of our transaction, they would always offer me a job. Like it would be like someone who owns a doctor's office or someone who owns this company. They'd be like, I want to hire you. You are so great with customers, blah, 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 blah. And it's because I showed up to my current job that I didn't love so much with that positive attitude that I was able to attract all these other opportunities. Now, I know this is such a small example because that's not necessarily, even those other jobs weren't my dream jobs, but just to get you guys thinking that you never know who you're going to cross. You never know who's going to call the phone and you pick up the phone at your job and they're like, oh my God, I really like you. Have you ever considered working for this? And you, you're going to be like, holy shit, are you serious? This is my dream job. Like you just never know what's going to happen. So I really love those answers. Um, the next question is, what if you feel like you want 10 different careers? Like you just can't decide which one. I know, Londa, you originally answered this question in the q and I don't know if you remember your answer, but Vicky, if you have anything to add, go for it. I mean, I think that you you get to have as many dream jobs as you want, you know? Like, I mean, my dream job was working in international education. It's showing, you know, young people that the power of knowing people who are different than you are and the power of travel and the power of just like being open-minded. Um, that was my dream job. It was amazing. And now this is my dream job and it's amazing. And I think it's totally different. They're not like each other really in many ways at all. But um, except for that, I get to have an impact on people's lives. Um, I think that you can always change your mind and you can always grow your skill sets and you can always, you know, it's never too late to do something else. Like if you're feeling unfulfilled in what you're doing currently, it's never too late to learn the skills to do something else or to, to try out your passion or to get another passion. I think that you, there's always time and there's never more than one dream job. I think that it's limitless. I love that you mentioned that also because I know within our company, like people are shifting roles all the time. Like Vicky's currently in the middle of a role shift. We have another employee who's in the middle of a role shift. Like you don't necessarily always have to go looking for your dream job elsewhere. It could just be a role shift within the company that you currently work in. Like maybe you absolutely love your coworkers, you love your boss, but you're just not feeling fulfilled in your position. Maybe that's a conversation that you open up with your with your employer and then ask them, okay, what skill sets do I need to learn in order to fulfill this position? Or even do that brainstorming yourself and bring it to your employer and they'll love you even more because they're like, oh my God, you're so right. We need this role. We need this position. And yes, it seems like you'd be the best fit for it. So you just never know. I also think too, that if you were like anything like me as a freshman who made this like plan that I was going to be a PT and that was literally it. Like, I think that when you're in high school or maybe even younger than that, like you kind of leave with this decision that you're going to make, you're going to like work so hard during your educational career and you're going to have this one position and that's it for the rest of your life. And I think that you can like really start to lose a lot of confidence in yourself if that's not the way it goes. And I think you just need to be more open to the fact that like Londa said, like you can have multiple jobs, like be open to the fact that 
that you can you can thrive in one area and then like completely up level and you're going to grow your skills you're going to grow as a human being over life or over the time time span that you're working somewhere else and then work another job that you're also going to work and and gain those skills and like build a stronger uh work ethic or whatever you're doing like be just be open to the fact that there are different avenues that that you can go down love it what should you do if you like a potential job, but the salary is a bit lower than you would like, how would you guys answer that question? I mean, I think you need to know what your value is. And I think you need to know that you can demonstrate that worth to somebody else. Um, and I guess for me, like, you know, I took like a significant pay cut to start a manifestation babe. Um and, but I had faith. Like I, there was like no doubt in my body that I could like show up and work and they'd be like, oh, she's worth more. Yeah. And I think you have to have that faith in yourself and you have to know that. And I think the more that you are able to take ownership of your position and of your responsibilities at work, um, the more the people that you work with or the people that you work for are going to feel inspired to value you more and want to compensate you more, um, as a result of that. But I think it really comes down to like really owning what you're doing, taking on more responsibility, taking on the, the the tools and resources that you need to grow yourself. If that means that you have to do more growth to get more responsibility to, to deserve, um, not necessarily deserve. I don't like that word, but to, to, to be eligible for a raise, like it depends on how your company is structured, obviously. But I think that knowing that you're worth it, and like having that confidence in yourself and showing up in that way in the workplace and taking the ownership over what you do in that way, it will it will ultimately lead to to more compensation for you. Um, what should I do if I don't know what I want and that's what's keeping me from even going out to look? I feel like I have a potential answer, which is download the guide. Yeah. <laughs> Manifestationbabe.com slash links is where you guys will find the guide to give you the clarity behind knowing what you want. And once you have that clarity, I mean, it should not stop you from going out to look. And also while you're searching, guys, like that's also as you're taking action, as each day passes, as you learn something new, you gain more and more clarity. You can never just stop everything that you're doing, wait until you have clarity, all the clarity that you need, and then start looking for your dream job because then, guys, that's what's called perfectionism. Go back to episode number 129 and listen to that episode with Sam Brown because you need that episode. But Vicky, did you have something to add to that? Yeah, um, I would say that I was in that exact position. Like I had no clue where I saw myself at a certain period of time. And I would say that the biggest thing is to just be super open. Like you were saying, like at the movie theater, like you couldn't, you never know what's going to happen. You never know what conversation you're going to have that's going to lead you into like the next stage of your life. And so just be so open to that. Like, even if you don't think that, oh, like, I don't know if that's really what I want to do. Like maybe you saw this event for like gardening and you were like, nah, it sounds kind of cool. Like I'll just go. And then you go and then you meet this like person who's doing something completely left field that you didn't even know that maybe you would be interested in. And then you went down that path. Like you just really don't know what's going to happen. So just like, like Catherine always says, like to listen to intuitive nudges and sometimes not many people even know what that means. And it's, it's literally just a, like, just a yes. Like you don't even think about it. You just, you just go into these things, say yes to, to opportunities and, and like allow life to just unfold. And if it's a no, it's a no, but if it's a yes, just like keep going in that direction. Like it's okay to not know what you want. You can be multi-passionate. You'll figure it out though. Eventually. I love that you mentioned the gardening example because I tell people to follow the most random of curiosities. Yeah. Like it does not have to make sense. And most of the time it won't make sense. Mm -hmm. And if you're truly listening to your intuition, it's not going to make sense because right. logic does not come from intuition. Logic always makes sense. The opposite, which doesn't make sense, is your intuition. So literally, if you're if you, all of a sudden you find a magazine for like interior design school and you're like, oh, I want to go to uh, this sounds interesting. Let me look into it and then you decide to enroll into the school and then I don't know it's a random example but like you guys get my point like you just need your curiosity to be piqued by something and the moment you listen to that it's going to lead you into something else and it won't make sense at first but eventually 
you know, they say hindsight is twenty twenty. Like you can only connect the dots looking backward. Like at some point you're going to be like, oh my God, that's why I got interested in this. That's why I went there. And that's why I had this conversation is because it led me to where I am. Um, I believe this is one of the final questions. Okay. This is a really good one. Do you quit the job first and then go for the dream job? Or do you go for the dream job while still at the old job? What would you do? Ooh, that's a tough one. That's a really tough one because I never want to tell someone just like, yeah, go quit your job. I think with this, like my answer for that is just to be like really honest with yourself and be like, be honest with where you are financially and what situation you're in. My story was a little specific because I did quit my job without another job lined up. But I also had the I had the belief in myself that when I moved here, I was going to figure it out and do anything it possibly took to get there. So I also think it does take a certain mindset. Like you need to be mentally prepared for what you're going to do next and not just like quit. But then you have a family you need to take care of or something. So like I think just be really honest with yourself with where you are financially before you make that sort of decision. And there's also nothing wrong with looking for a position while you're still working in one because you can kind of get those like answers for yourself and still be able to like have something stable on the side. So anything you want to add, Londa? Same. I'm like a total control freak. So obviously my first plan is to have a job, right? Before you quit your quit your other job. <laughs> have the plan. Um, but sometimes life doesn't work that way, you know? So like in my case, like I had to stay longer than I wanted to stay, but then ultimately I left because it was so out of alignment with my values. Like I was like waking up and hating myself when I looked in the mirror. And so not having a job was better than going to that Mm. job. And so I quit and and then I panicked. Um, uh, But, you know, I mean, I think in that moment, it's like it's a fire under your butt. And so (laughs) you are like, okay, this is it. Like I took the net away and now I really got to do some work. And maybe I'm going to have to like work somewhere that is not my dream job, but it's not my worst nightmare job either. It's like the transition job, you know? You don't ever know. And I think that's just it. Like, I don't think walking into your next job, you're like, oh, I'm applying for this job. It's my dream job. And then I accepted it. And I know it's my dream job. You're not going to know that until you're in it. Mm. You know what? So like, there's no like, oh, I got the dream job. Like, you're never going to know that until you're in it. And like, the best is always yet to come. So it's like, you know, maybe that's your dream job right now. And then something else might be your dream job later. Um, but you're not going to know leaving your one job and going into the next if it's going to be your dream job before you even take it. You're not going to know that. So I think if you can, you know, plan accordingly to, like, give yourself that safety net, cool. But if you're the type that's, like, super motivated by no safety net, then then do that. But I think it really comes down to your intuition and, like, where you are in terms of, like, yourself and your self-care and, like, whether or not you need to be there or not. Yeah, I think that's the toughest question to to answer because there really is no right answer, right? Like, there's pros and cons to both situations. For instance, I get this question all the time, like, should I quit my job and then start my business or should I start my business while having a job and then quit the job and then pursue business full time? Listen, life works out differently for all of us. Like for some people, they need that fire under their ass and literally nothing will happen in their business until they quit their job. Because for them, it's like sending a strong subconscious signal that, hey, this has to work out no matter what. And that works out really well for people. For other people, it's like that actually lowers their vibration so low that they actually attract never succeeding in their business. So they actually will attract all kinds of fears to manifest around their business. which prevents their business from ever succeeding, which leads them back to where they started, which is in their job, right? So there is no right or wrong answer. We can only just speak from our experience of what happened with us. Like for me, I waited until I had enough to, um, I actually, by the time I actually quit my job, I was making about three times more in my business than I did with my job. And so at that point, I'm like, listen, this is already like, I was already part-time at that point. So it wasn't taking up so much of my time. I think I only worked till like noon, three days a week. Like it was very part-time at that point. I was just training someone um, because at that point, like my employers, they we had this agreement that I would quit my job when I um, felt like I had enough stability in my business. And they were all always, we're always upfront about that. They were always supportive of me about that. And so they knew that at some point, 
I'm not going to be there forever. And so when they started seeing that success come, I opened up to them that I want to go part time and hire someone else and I would train them for them so that when the time would come, I can just dip and leave um, and pursue what I really want to do. And it would not hurt them in any way, shape or form. And it wouldn't hurt me in any shape, way, shape or form. So for me, I did have a plan. Um, however, I moved to LA without no plan. Like I moved here without that nine to five job. I moved here with a business that was not successful at all. No job, literally almost no income. So I've been in different scenarios and different situations. And so has Vicky and Londa. So there is no right or wrong way. The only thing that I believe that you should be doing is listening to your intuition. And if in your heart of hearts, you know that you should take that leap of faith and take that leap of faith. And if you know that you need a plan, then go ahead and make that plan. Again, you know, as they say, like you make a plan and God laughs, like that's so true. Like you just never know what's going to happen. But at least if you need, you know, all humans need to meet that need for certainty. So for you, if creating a plan is going to meet that need of certainty, then do whatever you need to do, because I don't believe that you'll be happy without some sort of certainty in your life. Um, But again, if you are in the position where right now you're literally in between your old job and your dream job, just like Londa found herself literally with nothing at some point, just know that you are not there forever. Your current location is not your final destination. So do not think that way. Do not act that way. Every single day, just mentally prepare yourself, visualize, manifest, set your intentions, journal, do whatever you need to do. Pick up your God phone, which I put that inside of our rituals for MBA. I put that as uh, one of the manifesting rituals to get a phone. Like it doesn't have to be an old phone like uh, Londa had. It could be an old cell phone. It could be, I don't know, like a, a phone that you drew. I don't know. Whatever works for you. Uh, you can pretend you have a phone in your hand. Whatever that tool is for you, make it be your tool of certainty because there's a science to manifestation, but there's an art to certainty and how we all gain certainty is very, very different. And that's why the answer to this question is going to look so different for every single person. Lana and Vicky, is there any last advice that you have in regards to helping manifestation babes manifest their dream job before we go? And it's okay if you don't. You can just say that you don't. No, yeah, I do. Um, (laughs) My biggest thing is just don't give up. Like, don't give up. Don't give up on the thing that you know is in your heart's like deepest desires. Because I know that lovingly, I had a lot of family members and friends try to convince me to move towards a different direction that was just going to financially support me, but wasn't going to necessarily feel aligned with every other part of me. And something that I feel really proud of is that I never actually did that. I always was trying to push toward what actually was going to make me happy at the end of the day, because you spend so much of your life working somewhere, doing something, making some sort of um, impact, like you, that should be really valued for you. This isn't something that's just like, you know, you wake up and you're like, let's just get a, get a job. I'll pay my bills and like move on with society's definition of a job. Yeah. Like just don't give up, like go after whatever that thing is that you feel is really sitting on your heart and just go after it. Do it. Beautiful. Londa, anything? Yeah, I think just the feelings, you know, focus on the feelings because I feel like a lot of people get really wrapped up in the job, like the actual packaging Mm. of the job. Like, I want to work at this company. I want to type the things or do the build the things, like whatever. (laughs) It's so specific and totally unnecessary. Yeah. Focus on the feelings. Like, how do you want to feel in your job? Do you want to feel inspired? Do you want to feel excited? Do you want to feel valued? Do you want to feel calm? Like, whatever that is the things that you feel are easily the most important part. And then like, just let the rest of the universe, because I never would have picked this job in a million years. I never would have been like, Oh yeah, my dream job is going to be to be the integrator, whatever the hell that is <laughs> at manifestation, babe, whatever the hell that is like, that's I, no one could have ever predicted that that yeah. would be the job. You know yes. what I mean? Not ever in a million years. And so I think get the feelings, let go of the how I know it's hard for us. Control freaks, let go of the how, and and then just be open to what comes. And then if it's not the right fit, you're just getting more clarity because that polarity is creating the clarity. And then in your next job, maybe you'll get closer to that feeling. Speaking of control freaks, I may be planning a future trip to Rhythmia for the team. 
Hint, hint. (laughs) (laughs) I'm always jokingly telling Londa she needs to do ayahuasca, and we're still discussing on whether it's right for her or not. Um, Okay, you guys, this has been so amazing, so helpful. You guys are naturals, by the way. Like, holy crap. We should do this on a more regular basis. Um, If you guys resonate with this episode, learned something new, got some amazing takeaways, had some amazing breakthroughs, please take a screenshot Tag us at, at Manifestation Babe and give a special shout out to Londa and Vicky for sharing their time and their wisdom with you guys. And let us know how this episode helped you on your current job hunt. Now, I would mention their social handles, but I tag them all the time and I'm afraid you guys are going to bombard them and they're going to get overwhelmed and distracted. So as for now, just tag at Manifestation Babe and I'll share all the incredible feedback with them, with Londa, Vicky, and the rest of Team MB. Thank you guys so much for listening. Make sure you download the free guide at at manifestationbabe.com slash links and make sure you upgrade to get the intention setting ritual that we do as a team together. This is a special intention setting ritual that is so, so potent in helping you manifest. And we've created a special one just for helping you manifest your dream job. And if you are someone who uh, currently owns a business Share this episode with other business owners just to show them that it is possible to create an environment for your team, for your employees, where everyone loves their job. And with that, the mission grows stronger and stronger and bigger and bigger. So thank you guys so much. And we will catch you in the next episode. Bye. Thank you so much for tuning into today's episode. If you absolutely loved what you heard today, Be sure to share it with me by leaving a review on iTunes so that I can keep the good stuff coming your way. If you aren't already following me on social media, come soak up the extra inspiration on Instagram by following at ManifestationBabe or visiting my website at ManifestationBabe.com. I love and adore you so much and can't wait to connect with you in the next episode. In the meantime, go out there and manifest some magic.